Hello and welcome to the show, and uh, probably Merry Christmas by the time you're listening to this, although it is uh, about a week before Christmas, just recording the uh, Christmas edition. So, let's uh, just start with some news, I'll keep it a bit shorter this week, so as not to bore you silly. Um, So what have I been doing? Um, I've been wasting way too much time social networking instead of writing, which is what I should be doing to earn some money, Um, in the mistaken belief that it would drive publicity for both my website and the podcast. But as far as I can see, it's done nothing at all. Um, Let's see, what else? Oh, I wrote an article, uh, I think about a week ago in the newspaper, a very light-hearted article, on how to use uh, some of the surveillance tools that ordinary users like me and you can use. Uh, Things like Skype recording, uh, key logging, uh, a little bit on WikiLeaks. And then I had a look at my LinkedIn account, and after about 90 days of uh, only one viewing, I had, uh, after two days of this article, had a whole bunch of uh, viewings from people in the security industry. So, uh, people in the security industry, hello! Okay, so what else? Um, apart from that last thing feeding my paranoia, uh, the other things that have happened is it's been mum and dad's birthday uh, just recently, and then it's Christmas, and then it's New Year, and then it's uh, Chinese New Year a bit after that. So, January, February, uh, December in Mauritius tends to be party season. Uh, The temperature's going up. It's around 28, 30 at the moment, which sounds great, but it's really quite damp, and it's also bug city. So I've been uh, poisoning myself, my room, the house, with bug spray everywhere. Um, I swear I saw a lizard the size of a crocodile the other day in the kitchen, which made me run screaming back into my bedroom. Uh, that's not a metaphor, I, I actually ran away. Okay, uh, writing. Uh, as I mentioned in the blog, I'm writing a few novels. They're, <laughs> they're not going as fast as I'd like it, mainly because I procrastinate a lot, uh, but I'll try my best to finish them by Christmas, or at least one. Uh, let's see, on Friday I rang a mate using Skype, uh, what I'm really trying to do is test uh, how good Skype is for having guest spots on the show. Um, it was a bit of a mixed bag. Some, uh, a few times a call dropped, which doesn't look that great. Um, it, it's probably partly to do with my dodgy Wi-Fi connection. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But hopefully uh, the first, season, first show next year will have a guest on the show. So stay tuned for that. Um, okay, let's see, what else? Oh, um, yeah, and on that point, um, if, about social networking and the show itself, um, if you do hear the show, and I know people are listening because (laughs) I've checked my AW stats on my website, and the show's been downloaded about 186 times, probably about 190 by the time you listen to this. Uh, since mid-July, so someone must be listening, even if it is only to point fingers and laugh. Um, 
so if you are listening to the blog, um, if you like it, if you hate it, if you, uh, as long as you're not indifferent to it, please publicise it. It is free, I, I don't get any money for doing it, but some appreciation would be welcome. Okay, um, oh you may have noticed I changed my Twitter um, account profile saying that I've been raised by TV, uh, which is true and it's led to some really weird weird mistakes in my past. Uh, when I was growing up, before my age was in double figures, uh, I used to be a fan of uh, Tuck Biscuits, you know those uh, crunchy, light, wafery, cheesy type yellow square biscuits that you get in the UK? Um, well, you get them everywhere now. But anyway, they're called Tuck Biscuits, T-U-C, Biscuits. And uh, I spent a lot of time watching TV as a kid, because um, there was, wasn't that much else to do. Um, I'd watch anything, and one of the things that came on every year seemed to be on t a lot of daytime TV was the TUC uh, Trade Union Congress uh, Annual General Meeting. So it, it took me a few years to... What happened was I mistook uh, the biscuits for the Trade Union's Congress, which is like a, a big meeting of the trade unions in the UK that happens every year. Um, I, 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 thought, <laughs> I thought socialists ate these biscuits. So for years I, I associated the biscuits with socialism. Um, that combined with the fact that we always voted Labour gave me an idea that eating these biscuits was somehow furthering the cause of the people. Took me took me an embarrassing long time to realise that the two weren't connected. Uh, okay, that was completely irrelevant to the podcast, but uh, I thought it might amuse you. Okay, so on with the podcast. So uh, first, I've seen a whole bunch of movies this week, uh, so I could re review them for the show. I'm just scrolling down my show notes a bit. Okay, so I saw, let's see, the films that I saw this week. Seeking a Friend for the End of the World, Men in Black 3, um, The Words, Safe House, and Safety Not Guaranteed. So let's start with Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. So this is another movie with Steve Carell, typecast again, his kind of boring, nerdy guy. Anyway, in the film, uh, the film is basically about Steve Carell seeking um, a childhood, well, teenage sweetheart, um, just as the world is coming to the end. Uh, you know, a big asteroid's going to hit the, wor uh, the world and kill everyone. This has been out for a while. Uh, what do I think of it? Well, to be honest, it was all the characters were unlikable. Um, it was dull, it was boring, I, I really can't think of any good... Th well, there was two good things about the movie I think I could say. Uh, Kira Knightley. Uh, usually she plays, uh, fairly frequently, she plays a, a really obnoxious character, but but for a change she was uh, um, a lot less obnoxious. She, she actually seemed okay. Um, oh, Martin Sheen is in it for a tiny portion of the movie, and... Uh, as you know, Martin Sheen is never unlikable. 
But apart from that, everyone else was horrible. I didn't like Steve Carell's character. He just struck me as an imbecile. Um, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Steve. Um, there was uh, a bit with a dog. <laughs> Admittedly a cute dog. So there must be something to be said for um, putting a bit with a dog in. As I said in that... Um, film ages and ages ago Shakespeare in Love I think um, right let's see I think Steve Carell needs to take other parts now uh, but playing the lonely nerdy loser uh, it's, it's not on he's got to try something else play a villain that, that's always a good career changer play someone scary I'm, I'm pretty sure he could do it uh, right, okay, to next to Men in Black 3. Right, in this, here's a quick summary. Uh, Jay, played by Smith, has to go back in time and meet Kay, Kay's uh, younger self. Uh, so Kay um, is played by Tommy Lee Jones. The younger Kay is played by Josh Brolin. Anyway, he needs uh, Jay needs to go back in time to hunt down and kill this alien loony called Boris the Animal. Um, otherwise, terrible things will happen. Uh, Emma Thompson is in it, uh, too, as the boss this time, instead of Rip Torn. Um, it is good, unsophisticated popcorn fun. Um, I'd recommend you watch it if you, uh, you know, want a fairly low-key, fun evening... Not much to think about. Um, the one weird thing was that I, I couldn't figure out what was wrong with uh, Tommy Lee Jones' face. Everyone's been saying in the reviews that he looks tired, but but it, to me it looks like he's got a rubber mask on that has a caricature of a Tommy Lee Jones. It's really strange. Um, Emma Thompson is okay in it for the brief time that she is in it. Um, but, but she also looks a bit plastic. I don't know if they did some strange CGI with both um, Tommy Lee Jones's face and Emma Thompson's faces for some peculiar reason, but that's what it looks like. It's a bit creepy, really. Um, so anyway, the summary for that whole uh, tirade about the faces... Sorry, off-topic... Um, but the summary for the whole uh, film is, go see it, it's pretty good. Next, we've got the words. Okay, so this isn't science fiction, the typical genre thing I'm talking about, it's a bit more literary. Um, in this film, uh, an unknown writer, um, played by Bradley Cooper, isn't having any success. He, you know, can't get an agent, can't get a publishing deal. Uh, typical problems that writer, new writers have. So he finds this uh, amazing novel in an old briefcase, um, unpublished manuscript, I mean, and he um, he plagiarizes it. He passes it off as his as his own, and he achieves major success. Um, I'm not sure whether this is a great film or not. 
Um, I, I think context is probably everything. And if you're a writer yourself and you watch this movie, you probably relate to it, which will make it more enjoyable for someone who doesn't write, perhaps. Um, Bradley Cooper has an okay performance as well, but but as usual, typecasted again, playing the uh, attractive but shallow man, a bit like uh, in Limitless. Um, other performances from Jeremy Irons and Zoe Saldana are unfortunately unbelievably irritating. Um, I'm... I don't really like Jeremy Irons much in this movie, or, or, or Miss Saldana. Um, I don't know anything else to say good about that. <laughs> it's just going to sound a bit bitchy. Dennis Cade, though, is actually good um, in the movie. It's difficult to describe this movie without giving too much away. Um, you're wondering why I've just suddenly mentioned Dennis Cade, but there's good reason and he's good in it. Uh, he plays a kind of... Um, you don't know whether he's good, you don't know whether he's bad, a bit like uh, his character in Pandorum, in fact. Let's see. Should you see it? Yeah, I, I think you should. If you write especially, if you've taken part in NaNoWriMo, maybe go see this movie. Um, other people might find it a bit boring, but uh, writers probably won't. Next off, we've got Safe House, and Ryan Reynolds uh, plays, plays a much less irritating character than he has for a while. He's, you know, thank God he's not... He doesn't play anything like the character he's played in X-Men or, God forbid, Green Lantern. He plays um, a character called Matt Weston, who's a rookie CIA field operative. Um, they've put him in charge of a safe house in Cape Town. The assignment's incredibly boring. Um, until, that is, the CIA managed to capture a dangerous traitor called Tobin Frost. A ridiculous name, yeah. But obviously he's like a supervillain, so he's got to have a scary name. Anyway, Tobin Frost is played by Denzel Washington. Um, he gets taken to the safe house, he subsequently escapes, and Ryan Reynolds tries to recapture him and uh, redeem himself in the eyes of his bosses. It's not a terrible film, Um Again, it's uh, okay distraction. It purports itself to be a bit more serious than it actually is. I've seen lots of silly bits in it um, that I, I won't relate to you. I don't want to spoil it for you. Um, halfway through the film, you, you get the idea this is something of a sort of a mole hunt. But, um, and there are a few unrealistic action bits, but apart from that, it's okay. Uh, yeah, I would recommend it for a video night. And last of all, we've got last film I saw this week. Sorry, just scrolling down a bit more. Is Safety Not Guaranteed? Okay, in this film, um, which is based on an old fictional ad someone uh, put into a magazine as a joke ad, 
But anyway, the, in the film, um, uh, someone advertises for um, a partner to go time travelling with. And the, uh, the, uh, the tagline, the, the title of the advert is Safety Not Guaranteed. Uh, the magazine, a, a magazine in Seattle, uh, decides to send uh, a reporter and two interns down to find out what, find out a bit more about the guy who placed the ad. Uh, basically, because uh, they've run out of things to talk about in the ad, and they wanted something that might be amusing uh, for their readers. Uh, what do I think? It, it, it's a, it is a small indie film, but it unfortunately it, it's like the film has been uh, not not only is it an indie film, they've gone out of their way to give it an indie film vibe. There's some annoyingly cloying music. Uh, it, it feels overly precious. Um, actually, if they removed a lot of the music, it would probably be a better film. Um, it's not bad it's if you're a guy it's probably something you could watch with a girlfriend it's not exactly a chick flick but it's something that you could probably get away with <laughs> you know um, let's see what else so it's not a bad film uh, if you get the opportunity you see it see it with a partner maybe one really, really annoying thing in it is um, there's a part where one of the characters plays a musical instrument which he describes as a zither and it's, it's patently not a zither it's actually an Appalachian dulcimer but that's just the musical snob in me coming out so <laughs> I know it's not really important to the film okay, so next I've uh, stacked up some trailers and they're buffered and ready to roll so first off we've got the Star Trek Into the Darkness trailer this is the extra long one that you uh, that Japanese audiences have been oh, sorry about that that Japanese audiences have been watching so without, well, without further ado Star Trek Into the Darkness trailer rolling Yep. 
so there we are. Uh, Star Trek Into the Darkness. And of course, there's been a lot of debate about who the villain is. But to be honest, I couldn't care less. Um, it could be Barney the Dinosaur for all I care, as long as J.J. Abrams does a good job on this movie, or much better job than the last movie anyway. No more skinhead alien weirdos with tattooed heads. Um, let's see. Okay, I'm saying I don't care who the villain is, but here's a left-field guess. I've already blogged about this. It's actually a younger Dr. Soren. I wonder what Ladbrokes would give me on that. What odds they would give me. Any anyway. So, uh, that'll be out sooner or later. Um, God, <laughs> despite my scorn, I, I really am looking forward to that. Okay, uh, next we've got... Uh, Tom Cruise in Oblivion. So, let's just roll that trailer. The last Super Bowl was played right here. Jason, tell me it was a classic. Classic game. 80,000 people on their feet. Seconds left on the clock. So Hubie throws a Hail Mary. That's it. Six six, back online. Sixty years ago, Earth was attacked. We won the war, but they destroyed half the planet. Everyone's been evacuated. Nothing human remains. We're here for drone repair with a mop-up crew. This is Jack Harper. I'm good to go. Two more weeks, Jack. Okay, so that was uh, Oblivion, which uh, people have been saying has a bit of um, a 12 Monkey 
vibe, I, 12 Monkeys vibe. I'm more to the mind that reminds me a bit of, um, um, I don't know, Planet of the Apes maybe, or The Matrix. I think it looks a bit Matrixy to me. Uh, who knows? What I do hope is that there aren't any t too many trailers because uh, I don't want the film spoiled. It does look intriguing. Um, so I'm looking forward to that one. The one thing that does annoy me, I wish they'd stop talking about baseball. You know, not everyone's interested in baseball. I suppose on the bright side, if they made it more regional, they talked about cricket, it could be even worse. So, right, what else? Okay, and then we've got the latest offering from the Smith Boys, uh, and that's After Earth. So, roll that trailer. So that was After Earth with the uh, Smith Boys. Uh, intriguing. Um, but one thing, another thing that annoys me is um, I don't like seeing the Smith Boys together. Um, I don't know. 
It seems the acting is too comfortable when those um, when the father and son team are on the screen to get screen together. Uh, I like it when the when actors push themselves. Um, but other than that, it does look like a really good movie. Um, my guess uh, about what's going on in the movie, um, and I'm probably wrong, which is a good thing because I don't want to spoil it. But perhaps After Earth is really before Earth, <laughs> and uh, they're messing with time again. Um, Will Smith and his son maybe land on the planet before humans have actually started living there. So Will Smith and his son are either proto-humans or they're completely alien. Uh, that's one theory I have. Or maybe the whole thing is a, some kind of training sim for young aliens. Uh, I don't know. Um, it, the trailer does look exciting though and the, the tech looks very in interesting and there are lots of cliffhanger moments uh, literal ones too um, but that's After Earth should be coming next year I think early next year uh, right oh I did forget to mention we've got one more trailer to play um, again a non-genre movie. This one, Seven Psychopaths, with Colin Farrell. So, let me just play this last trailer, and then we'll carry on with the show. Yeah. An eye for an eye, at least the whole 
glasses. There'll be one guy left with one eye. How's the last blind guy gonna take out the eye of the last guy left? Okay, so that was seven psychopaths. Um... Sorry, leaving dead air there for a moment. Uh, just doing some domestic duties, sweeping my room as I record this. Uh, sorry, room. Did I say room? I really meant studio. Okay, uh, what I've got to say about this film, well, it's good to see Colin Farrell uh, trying comedy for a change, which is something I think he should do more of. Um, as I've said time and time again, I think he's absolutely abysmal in any tough guy role. So... I'll probably be seeing this film just for the sake of variety to see Mr. Farrell in something else. Um, I don't know too much about the film. I, th I believe it's about a screenwriter trying to come up with um, a new screenplay that doesn't involve an incredible amount of violence. So there's a lot of Hollywood-esque satire in this. Um... We'll see when I get round to watching it. So, that was uh, movies for this week. Um, if you've got any recommendations for things I should watch or talk about or review, please let me know. Um, okay, and on to books. I have been reading uh, Dan Simmons' Hyperion. Um, this uh, late 80s classic trilogy of science fiction uh, Hyperion's being the first book in the series um, is about uh, well there's a planet called Hyperion and on that planet they've got uh, there's like a ancient site called the Time Tombs and in the Time Tombs there's this big robotic um, monster called the Shrike uh, that does horrible things to people. Um, but the reason people will uh, seek out the Shrike is, uh, and go on pilgrimages is that um, of a group of pilgrims, the Shrike will kill all of them, spare one of them, and grant that one their uh, deepest desire or wish. Um, that's the basics of the story. Um, in Hyperion, we look at uh, we, we've got a whole bunch of uh, a bunch of uh, pilgrims that've been called to Hyperion, and we learn about the background of each of the pilgrims as they tell their their own background story. So, what, what do I? What's my views on the whole thing? Well, okay. Um, I know I know Dan Simmons from before Hyperion. I, I read a book years ago called, I think, The Song of Carly, a horror novel. Um, let's see. That's all I really know about Dan Simmons until I read this book. Uh, I, th I thought the book was... Okay, we'll start off with the bad... We'll just go through the whole list. I thought it was way too long-winded. I thought, and waffly, um, I thought the characters were very cliched. Um, but, even with all that, 
uh, Dan Simmons does tell a good story and that's what's important so if you forget about the cliché characters, the waffle, it's still a good story. So I recommend you go out and read it. Um, as well as the main story, there, there are lots of other little bits in, in the novel. Um, there's a little on how society will tackle uh, the ability to travel faster than light. Um, despite that neutrino fiasco that we've recently gone through that says that we never will. Pah! Humbug. Of course we will. Our science fiction will be rubbish. Anyway, they talk about how uh, people age at different rates, so you might end up uh, younger than your own parents um, because of relativistic uh, effects of travelling faster than light. Uh, he talks about the di diaspora of humanity, the spread out of humanity across the stars. Um, obviously, I can't directly relate to that because we haven't gone into space yet. But uh, as someone who's obviously a bit of a gypsy, my parents are from Mauritius, we immigrated to England, I immigrated to Canada, and we're back in Mauritius, and we've... We've been to so many different countries. I, I can kind of uh, relate to um, travelling to far and exotic places. Um, what else? Um, yeah, I, as I said, it was um, the, the the story is good, which is the important thing. It's it's definitely imaginative. Um, it's pretty entertaining, and um, what's most interesting of all, if you look at the Dan Simmons website, uh, there's a movie coming. Um, it looks like it's definitely coming this time too. Uh, right, uh, let's see. I'm going to talk about a bit about tech, and then some TV, and that will be it for the show. So next, right, so Google Maps came out a couple of days ago. Um, not that much of a big whoop. It it didn't find my house. It was as inaccurate as um, iOS Maps. Um, but strangely, uh, the the day after I reported that I couldn't, I I stuck the location function on to see if my iPhone could be found. And when I initially used it, I was fifty feet away from my house. One day later. I was 10 feet away from my location. So I don't know what's going on with that, whether it's the phone, the router, the cell phone triangulation, something weird's happening. But it doesn't look any better than uh, Apple Maps at the moment. Hopefully it will get better, though. Right. Also, Google Maps, um, I've noticed that the Google Nexus 10 tablet is out. It does look pretty good. It's ch it seems to be cheaper than the iPad, the new iPad. It's got by far the most uh, pin-sharp display of any tablet you can buy at the moment. Uh, I think the 10-inch is a sweet spot, probably disagreed with by a lot of purchasers who are buying the 7 inch Nexus but um, as a comic book reader um, the 10 inch 
very high resolution screens are exactly what we need. Um, right, so that's tech. Oh, uh, another bit of gossip that I, I read somewhere on the internet. Actually, a few months old now. I don't really know what's happening. So if anyone can uh, enlighten me, I'd love to know. Uh, I heard that uh, Sci-Fi are now definitely bringing out a new Blade 7. It's going to be a, a remake of the old series. Um, I'm, apart from that, I know nothing about it. I'd, I'd, I'd dearly love to find out more about it. If you know about it, let me know. Because I'm a massive fan of the series. Um, let's hope they don't uh, completely Americanize it. That that would be awful. Um, let's hope so. The characters are still um, British sounding. Well, most of the main characters, anyway. Uh, I do wonder how they're going to play Avon. That that should be very interesting, and who they're going to pick to play such a, a well-known character, uh, but maybe that would be a um, subject for a, another podcast. Let's see. So, movies, films, tech, we talked about just about everything. I'm just going to scroll through my notes to see if I've missed out anything. Uh, no, I... Oh! Just hear that ding, I came to the end of my file. Okay. So, that was the show, the Christmas show. I hope you enjoyed it. I've got my Christmas tree here. Oh, I'm going to prove that I actually have my Christmas tree here. I'm going to seasonally shake my Christmas tree, which is very small and can be grasped in one hand, at the iPhone. Hear that? Christmas tree. Okay. So Merry Christmas to everyone, um, or Merry Yule, or Merry Winter Solstice, and a Happy New Year. Um, I'll see you in the New Year. Uh, if you could do me the favour of trying to publicise this uh, podcast a bit more, I really would appreciate it. It'd give me the incentive to carry on. Uh, you can rate me at iTunes. Um, you'll find... A link to uh, well, there's several different ways to download the podcast. They're all uh, prominently displayed on my homepage, roymatur.com. R O Y M A T H U R dot com. Please visit, uh, download, subscribe, rate. Like I said, I'd appreciate some feedback. Okay, so that's it for the end of the year. Uh, have a great time with your family and friends. Uh, get insanely drunk. Uh, eat way too much. And have a really brilliant time. Bye for now.